Hey y'all, this is Charlie. We are living, loving, laughing, and great. And this is a summer snack bite. I am so glad you are joining me today, my friend, for this snack bite. Well, I'm always glad that you're joining me. <laughs> it is just wonderful to get to join together, my friends, across space and time, no matter where you're at right now, no matter when you're listening, because of the spirit of Jesus Christ, because of his Holy Spirit, we can be in different places and we can be listening to this at different times and yet joining together, right, is a mystery that we can't really understand uh, until we get to heaven. But we know it's because we, we are coming together around the person of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. And today I'm especially excited because he wants to remind us of our beautiful theme for the year that he has given us this year, this 2023, all about his love and his faithfulness, my friend. Our relationship with the Lord is completely based on his love for you and his faithfulness to you. Amen. It was out of his great love that he, he brought about the redemption plan that was out of his great love that, well, first he created us, then he redeemed us. He sent his son for us, my friends. He made a way where, where we had blocked the way, right? We had blocked off with through our sin any way to have relationship with a perfectly holy sinless, righteous God, my friends. God is, is thrice holy, right? Holy, 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 they declared to him. And he made the way by sending his own son out of his love for us. It tells us that in 1 John 4, 10, and this is love, not that we loved God. My friends, love is not defined by our love for God. It's, we know that our love for God fails. Love is defined by his love for us. And this is love, not that we love God, but that he loved us and sent his son to be the atoning sacrifice for our sins. My friends, God's very own definition of love is not our love for him. It's not that he's pretending we're something that we're not right on social media. We see a whole lot of pretending perfection, right? God's not doing that. What he did was he sent the answer. He loves us so much. This is his standard of love, my friend. This is his standard of how valuable you are. Your value has been set at the price of his son. That's how valuable you are. And that's how much he loves you. And he's so faithful that even though we destroyed this beautiful, perfect world he created, we all know, right, that we don't want to sin, but we do still sin. But he is so faithful, my friend. The Bible said when you were a sinner, when you were dead in the spirit, when you were an enemy of God, because here's the thing, my friend, we are either a believer and a child of God or we are his enemy, right? There was, There's no middle ground. There's no, oh, I hadn't received God. I hadn't received his sacrifice yet, but I wasn't exactly an enemy of God. No, my friend, there's no middle ground. You are either a child of God or you are his enemy. And you know what the good news is, my friend? The good news of his love and his faithfulness is that the Bible tells us when we were his enemy, when we were still sinners, he died for us. He saved us, my friend. How much more will he do for you now that he's already redeemed you and saved you and loved you out of that place of being his enemy? 
Listen to this. In Romans 5 verse 6, it says, For when we were still without strength, in due time Christ died for the ungodly. You know what he's saying when we were still without strength? He's saying when we were still too weak in ourselves to be godly. When we were so weak in ourselves, we couldn't leave our sin. We couldn't even think holy thoughts. When we had no strength, when we were weak and useless to the kingdom of God. It says in that time, in that moment, when you were ungodly, at your worst, Christ looked at you, loved you, and faithfully laid down his life for you. How much more now that we're on the other side of that, my friend? Listen, it goes on to say, for scarcely for a righteous man will one die. Yet perhaps for a good man, someone would even dare to die. It's saying, would you lay down your life right now for somebody else? It's saying, maybe, right? Maybe someone would, for a good man, dare to die for them. But God demonstrates his own love toward us. Here it comes again, my friends. This is how you know 120% that God loves you and that that love is irrevocable, that that love does not run out, that that love does not fail, that he is faithful to you right here. But God demonstrates his own love toward us and that while we were still sinners, while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Much more than. Did you hear that, my friend? Much more than. There's always much more with our God. He is the God of much more than enough. He is the God of abundance. He is the God that doesn't know how to stop, my friend. He doesn't know how to hold back when it comes to giving to you. Much more than having now been justified by his blood, we shall be saved from wrath through him. My friend, how were you justified? By your works, by your actions, by your deeds, by your knowledge, by your knowledge of the Bible? No, my friend, this is our rock solid foundation. This is where we have our security that we have been justified, not going to be have been justified by his blood. I want you to say with me that I have now been justified through his blood. Hallelujah. I have now been justified through his blood. And go and it goes on my friends, we shall be saved from wrath through him. My friend, there are many many places in the New Testament where we can see that believers are not going to experience the seven years of tribulation that are coming on the earth. You know why, my friend? For one, they are specifically called the days of wrath. Those are the days of God's wrath being released on the earth, my friends. God is holy. God is righteous. And we all deserve to receive the wrath of God because we're sinners. Why don't we? For the very reason we just read, you will never experience the wrath of God in your life because Jesus Christ is your Savior, because you have received Him as your sacrifice, because you are now justified by His blood. So this is what happened, my friend. At the cross, Jesus consumed all the wrath of God. 
And when you receive Jesus Christ as your savior, it's like you consumed all of his righteousness. You have now consumed all of his holiness. You have consumed all of his goodness. And now God looks at you as he looks at his son. There was a day, my friends, when God looked at his son as if his son were a sinner. And on that day, did God spare any of his wrath? No, he didn't. Likewise, now that you are righteous in God through Christ Jesus, now that you have been justified by the blood of Christ Jesus, God will not spare a single blessing in your life. He will not spare a single drop of his favor and goodness and love in your life. Receive it, my friend. Wake up every day expecting it. That is what lies in your future. And we can either wait to start receiving it in heaven or we can start receiving it now. But either ways, it is yours, my friend. It is yours. Listen, it goes on to say, for if when we were enemies, here we go. If when we were enemies, we were reconciled to God through the death of his son, it always comes back to his son, my friend, his son's perfect work, not our perfect work. If when we were enemies, I can't stress this enough, you were not in a worse position before you receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. You cannot be in a better position than after you've received the Lord Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. So expect it. Look forward it. Thank, thank the Lord for it. There is no better ground to be standing on than the favor ground Christ has put you on. You are standing in the very presence of God himself, justified and righteous. You are seated next to him in the heavenlies, in his very son. When, the, when God the Father looks at his son, he sees you, my friend. And when he looks at you, he sees his son. Hallelujah. Here we go again. This speaks of God's love for us and his faithfulness to us, my friend, that even when we were his enemy, we could not stop his love for us. He is so faithful that he found a way to reconcile us to him when we were sinners, when we were ungodly, when we were weak, when we were his enemy. That is faithfulness. That is love, my friend. For if when we were enemies, we were reconciled to God through the death of his son, much more, say much more, much more having been reconciled, we shall be saved. Say, I shall be saved by his life. Say his life with me. His life, his life, my friend, the life that has been Christ himself, the life that Christ lived when he was on this earth, the, Christ, the life that Christ was resurrected into when he was brought up out of the grave. It is that life that saves you. Hallelujah. We can live, rest assured, because we live in that life. We look forward to good days and bright days. And my friends, God's life, remember this. Maybe things are not great in your life right now. Maybe you are dealing with trials and situations and tribulations. But here's the thing, my friend. God's life overcomes death. 
remember there is there is nothing worse right on on this earth nothing worse than death itself if you're dealing with a sickness or disease or a problem in your body what is the worst final outcome that you could have death if you are in a war-torn country what is the worst final outcome that you could experience death if you are trapped under a, a heavy bondage or addiction what is the worst final outcome you can experience is death now as a believer even if you are in those things you are going to go to heaven so ultimately right ultimately it's not the worst but i'm talking earthly right it's on the earth where we experience problems not in heaven the worst ultimate thing that we could face is death like jesus did on our behalf and yet god's power his life is so much greater than our worst enemy that jesus rose up out of that grave and he says that now that same power resides in each and every one of us we have his very life my friend so it might be dark now but it's gonna get brighter you might be weak now but you're gonna get stronger you might see death around you but life is coming hallelujah my friends hallelujah hallelujah and it goes on to say and not only that not only that can i get another much more this is this is akin to saying much more not only that as if that wasn't good enough but we also rejoice in god through our lord jesus christ through whom we have now received the reconciliation he's saying we now get to rejoice in god because of what Jesus has done through Christ. My friend, again, this is where we have that confidence in our relationship with the Lord, that it's not based on what we do or don't do. Our relationship with him, our reconciliation to him is all based on Jesus Christ. It comes through our Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah, my friend. And when you're having those moments when you feel like God is distant or you think maybe he's judging you or or maybe he's upset with you, you know what you do? You put your eyes back on Jesus. Well, no, wait a minute. God's not judging me for this because he already judged Jesus for this. God is not disappointed in me because I am in his son seated, seated in, the, in the heavenlies. He is looking at me with the same love and joy and delight that he looks at his son. That is how my father looks at me now, just as he declared over Jesus, this is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. Those are the very words your father is declaring over you today because you are now his child. Hallelujah, my friends. We get to rejoice because here's the only part that is up to us because we have received the reconciliation. My friend, the only part of our relationship with God that's based on us is our yes, our Y-E-S, that we choose to receive all that he's done for us. But it's all based on what he has done for us. Yes, we do not love God perfectly, but it doesn't change that he loves us perfectly. And when you, when you even know, my friends, when, when I know that I've blown it, it's when I stop and come back and thank the Lord. Thank you. Your love for me didn't just change. You love me the same now as before I did that or before I said that or before I thought that. Your, your love hasn't changed. I'm as righteous now as I was before that. I am as forgiven now as I was before that. Thank you, Jesus, that you already took that. 
And we go from a place of fearing, feeling guilty and shameful to grateful and loved, my friend. True confession. You know, and the word confession means to agree with. It's not a question. We don't come to God saying, will you forgive me? We come to God and thank him that because of the work of Christ, he has forgiven us. That's true confession. And that makes a really big deal about the work of Christ. Every little sin you do every day cannot destroy the work of Christ in your life, my friend. It just changes our thinking. So we come back, right? Sometimes we need to receive afresh just for our, the renewal of our mind, not to change anything. You don't fall out of God's favor. You don't go from being a child of God to not being a child of God. You don't go from being blessed to being unblessed. But we all sometimes need that renewal of our mind, which you are receiving right now. Hallelujah, my friend. That's why we come together to hear about the goodness of our God, to be reminded of his perfect love towards us and his faithfulness to us, my friend. But as we said, the one part we play is to choose to receive it. So if you are listening today, my friend, and you have never made Jesus Christ your Lord and Savior, this is him calling out to you through my voice to say, please, I love you. I want you to be reconciled to me. I want to be in relationship with you. I have already paid the price. Will you just receive it? And my friend, if you want to do that today, just say this simple prayer with me. Say, my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, I receive today all the, the payment that you made for me at the cross. I see that you took all my sins of my whole life, my past, my present, and my future. You were judged for them, condemned for them, and you died and went to the grave with them. I believe that you rose up out of the grave on the third day and you left my sins behind. Because you are alive, I know I am justified. Because you are alive, I know I am righteous. Heaven is now my home and God is now my father. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, amen. Oh, my friend, welcome to the family of God. All the much more you've just been hearing about is now your much more. Be expecting, along with all of the other believers, my friends, my brothers and sisters in Christ, be expecting bright days in your future. Be expecting to receive God's favor and blessings in your life. Be expecting to see his idea of much more. Hallelujah, amen, amen. All right, y'all, the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance on you and grant you his peace. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Amen. Till next time, keep on living, loving, laughing in grace.